Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Raven Geeks. I'm your host, Ron Coleman, and with me today are my two co-hosts. I'm Nick. Hello? <laughs> I'm CJ, I guess. All right, we're doing a little switch. Oh, it's a trick. It's for I'm trick or cool treat. It's I'm like cool Halloween thing. Y'all are being each other like for a, Halloween. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm dressed as Nick. I mean, and we're both wearing black pants, so as long as we like just trade shirts, basically, we can be each other. I'm not doing that right now. I've, I've never seen camera. that done before, but I feel like y'all should be able to pull it off. Yeah, honestly, you want to wear my so my checkered van- here? Yeah, 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 you're gonna hurt yourself if you wear those the entire time. But I mean, oh yeah, this is a little blurry. Yeah, it's a little painful. All right, well, everyone, probably a little dirty too. Nick. I want to try to keep this going for the rest of the show, but I'm uh. we're, we're, bear with me. There we go. Imagine if people watch Jesus. this and this is the first right. episode and they don't actually Getting know. Getting into our first news story, um, the Mandalorian trailer, the second Mandalorian trailer dropped. Um, shared a lot of similar shots to the first one, um, but there's also some differences. There was a voiceover this time around. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on the trailer? Um, are you excited for this? Where do you think, where, where do you think this will take the Star Wars story in general? Oh my god. Nick, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> Why would I talk about the Mandalorian trailer when I could just talk about Pokemon? I mean, anyway. Um, hey, now. <laughs> Alright, so anyway. Um, real talk, though. Real talk. Um, the trailer looks fine. I, it, I'm going to watch it. I'm excited for it. I was bummed by the first trailer because it didn't show anything like it just showed shots which like knowing that the series was coming out and watching so much stuff come out on the series and not really knowing anything in august like watching the trailer and then finishing it and not knowing exactly what was going like knowing even a slight thing of what was going on Mm -hmm. uh, it's not worth it you know but the second trailer definitely changed my mind a little bit like i'm definitely more excited to watch it i don't know if i'll be able to watch it day one because like disney plus costs that cash oil you know yeah so uh that's that's a whole different side of things, but uh, otherwise, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. When does it take place? Do we know? Uh, it takes see? place after no. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> 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 oh, it takes it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Yes. Oh, okay, so that's something I did not know. Then I am actually way more interested because okay. I hope that means we'll get more like New Order stuff because that's yeah. something that we don't really get in like we don't have the, a real backstory. The shows that. or the the movies, you know, like it's you got to go to the comics for that kind of stuff. So or like the the uh, anthology books that they they release so but otherwise yeah i look forward to it yes i also good. are my glasses really that small are, i mean like do they not reach the no, back behind my ears i do have a big yeah, head. Yeah, I, think that's what I thought they looked bigger on me with i do the have thing, a they look small on you I, I think it's just my head is really all i you think it might be that yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. about right that's <laughs> about right yeah wow anyway i can barely read the harley quinn over there like I can I tell know. Charlie King like I've been anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think? Or, oh, CJ, what do you think of the trailer? Uh, I didn't mess that up. Welcome to all of yours. Um, any? Ooh, this is trippy. Anyway, um. Give him his glasses back. Dylan's gonna kick your ass for the editing he has to do of this video. <laughs> so anyway, hi. Um, no, Mandalorian. I'm kind of with you. It looks good. I think uh, if I do end up getting Disney Plus, uh, I think. I'll definitely watch it. Um, I have one of my friends has already texted me asking me if uh, he want if I wanted to go in on it with him, and I I might I might take him up on it. Honestly, um, with like with Disney Plus, I'm, I'm going back and forth on whether or not I want to get, like actually purchase it, only because like watching this trailer and watching some of the other content they're gonna have on there. I, it's not something that's like going to like compel me to go out and get it, like because based off this trailer, like you guys said, it was fine. 
we still don't know a whole lot about what's going on other than it takes place after Return of the Jedi and it's about a Mandalorian bounty hunter, which doesn't give us a whole lot of detail. We don't know this main character's name. We don't know what type of ventures he's going to be going on. We really don't know anything. We, we know nothing about this <laughs> yeah. story. So, and that's cool for like, you know, a major film that's going to be getting a lot of attention and you don't reveal a lot of plot points. But for a story that the audience has no real connection with yet and has no familiar, familiarity with, I feel like you should give them, if not not everything, but something. I should mm-hmm. at least know what the base synopsis of this is. Yeah. And I have no clue. And on top of that, this is also kind of a selling point for Disney Plus. Like, yeah, like this is all, their like yeah. main thing yeah. that they're marketing the like whole streaming service off of. Like to start off of is so, with the Mandalorian. Along with all their other Disney movie stuff. But right, but like I'm saying, if you already... Content, yeah, yeah, as far as new content that goes, this yeah. is their like poster boy and we yeah. know... Nothing Literally about nothing about it. I so will like, say though, yeah. the second trailer was better because at least it did provide some action, and mm-hmm. like we can see that like this guy there's at some least backstory. appears to be a skilled bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. saw a lot more so. of him in combat. We saw we got one line of him speaking, yeah. mm-hmm. which doesn't really help because it was literally two words. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like like I said, I feel like. And I've, something tells me this is going to be the last trailer they release, so I don't think we're getting any other. I, I mean, we're like what two weeks? Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah, think we're I getting other promotional material after this because because of how close the release date is. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just gonna have to sit back and kind of see how this goes. Given the price of Disney Plus, and given kind of how, how bland, too much. I like, I want <laughs> like fifteen. I'm gonna I look it up. It was like sixty dollars for a year or something, or more. It had to be hold more. on Disney. for a year. Probably, I'm trying to figure out how much it is a month. It might have been like sixty dollars a year is five dollars a month because five times twelve. Right, if it's only five dollars a month. I thought like it was more. Was it more? I feel like it was more than that a month. Was it? I remember hearing like an outrageous price for how much it was a month. Are you looking it up right now, CJ? Uh, $7 a month, $70 $7 a year. Really? So, $70 for the year, $7.99 a month. You know, or, I'm sorry, $6.99 a month. It seems more affordable when you'd say it like that, but then I remember I'm also paying for Hulu, Spotify, and Showtime, and Netflix. And that does, that's, bro, that does, because you have a lot of streaming services that are already... My Minecraft subscription costs a lot of money. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of streaming services yeah. that are already sort of established, that a lot yeah. of people already, you know, have subscriptions well, to, so to add another one is a little... Yeah, and some of them already have Disney stuff on them. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Netflix, I think, still has Infinity War on it. Yeah, but it's getting they're getting rid of it. Yeah, as soon as Disney Plus comes, all that's getting pulled. It's all getting pulled. getting the cut, you know, getting the boot. Which, which is it does definitely going to be more of an incentive because like yeah, it, 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 it gives Disney Plus more uh, uh, attraction to it. But yeah. those are for their previous own projects, which mm-hmm. I mean, people have like I have Infinity War on DVD, so I, I don't feel yeah. the need to buy Disney Plus exactly. For that, you feel me? So yeah, that's what I was saying uh, too. Because like if if you already have a lot of the movies for Disney Plus, that's why I said Mandalorian is kind of important because like why else would you get it right away? You know, like, I that think is the, the other reason, thing that's, really. yeah. that is kind of incentivizing for it though, especially if you're going to get a lot of adults who want Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of some of their favorite films, you know, think of the Disney Renaissance era, are probably on VHS, which mm-hmm. just when it comes down to it, a lot of them are probably starting to break at this point, and they're not being manufactured anymore. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that they're not necessarily on DVD either, which and DVD is also becoming... Well, they're on DVD. But DVD is also becoming less mainstream at this point mm-hmm. like you know it's all blu-ray and even blu-ray at this point is kind of yeah. old so you feel like the the older disney films that people Art. don't really have access to anymore would be those are also probably also gonna be draw. some incentive yeah i think that'll also be a draw as well but yeah. i don't know if it'll be enough to get what? people in droves to go you know purchase the streaming service especially when they're already established subscriptions yeah. in other areas 
Yeah. Otherwise, I, again, I might not get it right away, but as soon as I do, because I am eventually going to get it, because yeah, there is going to be enough stuff that eventually is I'm getting. going to get it, but yeah. the Mandalorian isn't going to be the reason. Mandalorian is not yeah. probably the reason I want to watch it right away. So, yeah. But as soon as I do get it, I will watch the Mandalorian. Because, yeah. like, it's Star Wars, and I like Star Wars. And I, yeah, like, <laughs> when I get Disney Plus, if I have access to Star Wars content, I'm going to watch it. But mm-hmm, the Mandalorian yeah. alone is not enough to give me the purchase of streaming probably, service. Yeah. And I think it is in large part due to the very I don't want to say a lackluster marketing p- campaign because the trailers mm-hmm. look phenomenal like every like all the they shots and shot well yeah, the shots and everything well, look yeah. great I just don't you know can tell anything Star Wars. Yeah, you can tell the Star Wars you can tell looks, they put time into it it looks like a Star Wars movie trailer rather than a like Star Wars TV show trailer yeah that's true I, I just feel like knowing nothing about what's going to happen it's I, a problem I, yeah, yeah I feel like people need to be people need to know at least a little bit of what they're buying like yeah. you know what I'm saying like people are putting their money towards this so you want some plot point to at least see if you're interested rather than like spending your money and being like, oh well, I hate this. Exactly. Cam- camera person Alana has something to say. In terms of throwback Disney, what are you most excited for? In terms of throwback oh. Disney, what are we most excited okay. for? Okay, ignore that when you talk about Nick. Disney Nick's got a. Nick's okay, gonna, I. Fran, you look like you're like the Disney fanatic. Um, you are the Disney fanatic. I did. I can't hear me. I did. I said no, it. I know, um. So, uh, Frozen is probably one of my favorite. You do like movies. Frozen. I do like Frozen. I'm so excited for Frozen too. And if I, if then that comes out on Disney Plus too. Mm. Game over. Uh, but also, The Lion King is my absolute by far favorite Disney movie. Um, and Lana's raising the roof right other now. Other Renaissance ones too. So. Um, I really like Beauty and the Beast. That's like one of my favorites in terms of music. Beauty and the Beast has some of the best in my opinion. Um, it's and, like so yeah, good. Alan Menken, I'm pretty sure did the score. For yeah, I think so. All yeah. Of those, uh, um, other than that, the fact that are we getting like Star Wars: The Clone Wars on Disney Plus? I would imagine, I would imagine so. Because so. like, Star Wars Rebels, because those yeah. are both really good shows. Yeah, like, I would imagine so. Right? Yeah. So like, I definitely would be willing to rewatch that because I never, I saw the first two seasons of Clone Wars and I really liked it, and then I just stopped watching TV when the third season came out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely rewatched that for sure. Other than that, I like Beauty and the Beast. Um, here's the fun fact that you might not have known: uh, the entire MCU is not actually going to be available at Disney Plus's launch. Oh really? There's going to be like ten of the twenty-three movies are going to be readily available. It has something no, to do no, with no, the no. something to do with the copyright like issuing and all that stuff. They're going to eventually get added. Like modern ones, or are they going to be? I think it's like a little bit of like a, a little bit of a mix. Yeah, okay. some of the older ones. Incredible Hulk might not actually ever make it either, as far as I know, because it's a universal yeah, film. Yeah, that's technically. a universal film, mm-hmm. so I can understand that. That might so, be, yeah. cause a little bit of an issue. So yeah, it's it's a little interesting in that Disney regard. To, uh, resolve issues sometimes. Man, they 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 will put you out yeah, of business. They'll in a put heartbeat. you out of business in a real big heartbeat. Um, uh, but for, yeah, for me, I I don't want to steal you guys' answers, but outside of Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, like growing up, those were my top two Disney mm-hmm. movies. Um, Mulan's pretty good too, though. Mulan is phenomenal. And then but all the Pixar films are like, probably going to be on there. I thought if you had Pixar, that's that's that's, that's almost that's going to be yeah. another. That's going to be a huge draw. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, uh, if we're going Pixar, I'm have to go Incredibles, but Incredibles like, I also have that on DVD, yeah. so that's not yeah, easy for yeah. me to go. You know what I'm saying? Go out and just purchase Disney Plus at launch. I, I right. feel like their initial numbers might not be. I could be totally wrong, but I, based on the way things are right now, I don't think their initial numbers at launch are going to be that great. Eventually, obviously, it's Disney. They're going yeah. to get there. Yeah. But I don't think that. I don't think their initial numbers at launch are going to do gangbusters and they're just going to blow up the streaming service industry. I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, it's I'm going surprised. to take time. This podcast yeah. is actually about Disney. 
entirely. <laughs> didn't no we <laughs> didn't we start this like whole thing before Ferran got here by saying we're just gonna talk about yeah, Disney today, actually, and then all yeah, of a yeah, sudden I here we are. Definitely, <laughs> probably how this is gonna go. All right, Oops, number two, Ferran. So What's going into our next, going into <laughs> our next something story. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still technically the Disney uh, umbrella, uh, technically. So Tim Miller revealed in an interview that actually in Deadpool 2, the original plan was obviously we got Colossus and the Juggernaut matchup, which turned out okay. But originally the thing from Fantastic Four was supposed to be featured. He was supposed to be the one facing off one-on-one with Juggernaut. Reading that, um, I don't know how I feel about just randomly putting the thing in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't I thought it would have been hilarious. It probably would have been <laughs> hilarious, and they probably would have we probably would have seen a very different version of the thing than what we've seen on screen previously, obviously. I also would have loved to see what Ryan Reynolds, but also Deadpool's reaction because, like, I'm sure he would have broken four. He would have hammed it up like, so much. He would have been like, "Where are the other three? Like, couldn't pay them." Did yeah. the budget not support? Or did like, <laughs> the, did, like the failed film from 2015? Yeah. Like, so, I could see so many jokes about There's the 2015 so much movie. That could oh, oh, yeah, Deadpool man. would have broken the fourth wall a lot with something like this, mm-hmm. and seeing the interaction between him and the Thing would have definitely provided a different dynamic than something mm-hmm. with him and Colossus does. Um, so, I, I, I would have been excited to see it. And I think in the hands of Tim Miller, there's something that definitely could have been, you know, you could have played with that and made something yeah. cool out of mm-hmm. it. Do you think Deadpool will be on Disney Plus? <laughs> that, That's a question. Think about every Disney film ever, and they're all like, <laughs> like PG or G, with the exception of a couple MCU that are like 13. PG 13? Yeah, I don't. And then that's Deadpool. A, that's definitely like a, a, like a topic of discussion that can go on for a minute, because I think that they should put it on Disney Plus only because. But also, to, just to expand, marketing is gonna be for kids. <laughs> it is, Netflix but does like a Disney Plus for adults and like a Disney Plus mm. like kids option. They yeah, could do that. Yes. I feel like that would be ideal, just because like if you didn't hear, if you want Disney Plus, yeah, to, yeah. 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 Alana said uh, they should do something like a Disney Plus for adults and Disney Plus for kids, and so that's what Fran was saying. They could do that. So they Sorry, could. I, I feel like um, I feel like going ahead with something like that would be a, a better option. Just because you, with, with the that, streaming though, service, you want to get to as many people as possible. My only thing with that, though, is a lot of the MCU films are rated, you know, PG-13, right? Yeah. But a lot... A lot of parents having, let their kids see those having, movies. Working with kids every day, a lot of kids have seen those PG-13 movies or have at least been exposed to them. Mm-hmm. And so they'll adults might let their kids, you know, like, access the adult one so they can watch, you know, say, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And then... Kids being kids might, might be a little sneaky. And see, oh, like, Deadpool! What is Deadpool? this? And yeah. then, <laughs> and then you know, again? <laughs> <laughs> please do that again. Ooh, what's Deadpool? <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> Everyone's the worst but me. Oh, that's right. You're playing as me. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, we're all on top of each other today. This is a wild episode, yeah, it's, y'all. It's, it's, Halloween. Halloween. it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah. Things are getting wild. What's Sugar Rush? That's exactly yeah, right. That's probably yeah. what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I think this would have been a, a cool thing to see. I, I, like I said, they would have had to change the thing a little bit. We would have seen a different version of him on screen than what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the Fantastic Four in general, just the reputation, needs a little bit of a revival. Yes. And I think something like this could have helped with that. I think that just seeing the Fantastic Four in a different light, in a different way, I think would have been gone a long way and at least to getting all right, the image of these characters is at least being revived in some way because I think they've just been butchered as far as the way they've been handled through film so far um, I miss the Fantastic Four yeah, man I, I don't like we've never gotten a good Fantastic Four film and I think really, it's yeah. tragic because I think that 
they're a very interesting group of characters that I, mean, I grew up on the I've well rewatched the original ones because I remember seeing the original ones when they came out in what like 2007 and thinking they were like okay films mm-hmm. yeah I, I used to think they were good seen films them too in, like six years so they're no. not good they're not good they're not they're, good. no I'll take your word on that uh, I'll believe you yeah no I used to grow up there are a lot uh, of reading all the justice a lot there's, a, really there's a lot who have films that when you look at it, you go yeah you need a revival you need, or you need some help re- you need something blade dude blade's gonna get it i mean but I, I would contend that the at least if nothing the first blade film was actually really that's good. fair and then that's the second fair. two i'd say the second one is still quality and the third one we just won't talk about <laughs> but I, I think the original blade films were actually quality films. all right that's you fair. go into something like daredevil and then electra and the fantastic four like those Middle of the pack, two thousand superheroes. That wasn't yeah, a great era of superheroes. Like if you weren't Spider Man or X Men during that time, they, they were those really weren't yep. good films. You were struggling. So I, I think a lot of the heroes who've had films during that time period need a little bit of revival. Yeah. Deadpool got it with his own TV show, and I think the Fantastic Four. You mean Daredevil? What did I say? Deadpool. Daredevil. Yeah. Freaking goof. <laughs> I was about to say, what did I say? Daredevil. Yes. Daredevil got a little bit of it as a TV show. Um, so I think the Fantastic Four definitely needs some. I don't. I don't think it should be a TV show. I think it should be a feature. No, film. Absolutely. I think film. the Fantastic yeah. Four needs a, a revival or something to get them back in the. But good I think you could still audience. make a Fantastic Four TV show after like a Fantastic Four movie. You could. Um, Only as long as we get Tom Holland as Fantastic Mr. uh, Bagman or whatever they call him. Fantastic Mr. Bagman? Yeah, it's like something like they call him or something like that. Mr. Fantastic. Which character are you referring to? No, like, y'all... Well, yeah, Mr. Fantastic is Reed Richards, but there's like a there's like an episode or like a comic series where Spider-Man joins the Fantastic Four, but he like puts a bag over like a paper bag over his head from like a grocery store. Hold on. I'm here for Fantastic Mr. Please Bag do because yeah, I'm, I'm like... Yeah, I don't, don't remember exactly what they call him, but... Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Five? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, here it is. Really? See? Huh. That's Spider-Man. That's cool. Yeah. Can he still like shoot webs? Yeah, he's just Spider Man. He's, he's just, just he's just like a four yeah, but Spider-Man his costume his costume was in the Spider Man PS4 game. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. And so he's like dressed up as a Fantastic Four. He's got the Fantastic Four suit on. I would I would show that just so oh, people yeah, can yeah, have yeah, just yeah. a little bit of that's idea. A little like a that's like a thing. I don't know if it's like it's quality, thing. but I can't see it. Alana's gonna help us out. She's the camera person, anyway. So yeah, I am. yeah. Look at that. If Look at that. Like, like cool. turn, just show who Alana is. She's great. Yeah, Alana. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get her at some point. We'll, we'll get her in at some point. Did you um, like, flip it around to show? Is that something you can do mid? No? I just I just changed the focus so oh, okay. it focuses on the picture and then I put it back on you guys. Oh, uh, there you go. I was about to say. I thought you were just like tell them. I thought you just changed. It is me. Alright. Moving into our main new subject. We, we've previously talked a little bit about the Game of Thrones showrunners doing a Star Wars trilogy and what our expectations were for that, but that is no longer happening. Uh, Benioff and Weiss, the showrunners for Game of Thrones, both announced in an official statement that they are exiting their Star Wars trilogy that they were originally working on. Uh, their official statement, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I'll read a little bit of it, uh, basically saying that we love Star Wars, um, that they are b- very big fans of what George Lucas was able to build. Um, and that they the, the experience they had working with the Star Wars team was phenomenal, that they would, if they had the opportunity to, come back, but they feared that with their obligations between this and their other Netflix projects that they wouldn't have been able to do Star Wars justice, so that's why they decided to back out. Um, if that's their reasoning for it, I'm all good for it. Them, uh, that's good on them to know, like, hey, I think we've reached our limit as far as like the workload we can take on right now, and I think that if we're going to focus on one thing, we should go to what our prior commitments were, and we might have to just let Star Wars go. I, I, I 
my hat goes off to them for doing that. Yeah. However, I am very disappointed that we're not ultimately getting this because I feel like the more quality Star Wars films that are out there, the better. And I, I feel like we're going to be missing out on some pretty good storytelling as a result Nick, of this decision. What's on your mind over there? <laughs> Are these the guys that wrote the last season of Game of Thrones? Um, they're the showrunners for Game of Thrones. So Not necessarily the writers. I'm like... Right? Mm. Well, what, what, mm. was that expression? I watched this video essay once because I was really interested. But let me start by saying that I have never watched Game of Thrones. I've seen bits and pieces... Sure. It's on my watch list because I do want to see it at some point. We should watch it together. because We should watch it together, yeah. Um, but I've watched plenty of reaction and, like, critique of the final season. People and I'm, I'd, be a little, I'd be a little worried about... Uh, I mean, because here's the thing. The way that they phrased it was that when the show went into brand new territory because they were done with George R.R. Martin's... Uh, uh, books because mm-hmm. you know they, they had to keep making the show but he wasn't finishing the books yeah it's when things got a little dicey in terms of like the quality of, uh, of the show yeah and so like when you watch the last season because i do agree with people that think that the last season was rushed way too hard and also like it was only destroys episodes, wasn't it? yeah it like basically destroys every character arc that appears in that show as i understand it again i could be wrong but like my that's what I've heard and that's what I've read. I've watched a lot of stuff on it because again, it interests me. Um, I'm a, I would have been a little worried by these guys doing some Star Wars stuff just because like they're gonna probably go into brand new territory more than likely. with some IPs like that we already know and love, mm-hmm. but like changing them around. So I'm personally okay with this decision. It might have turned out really good, but it also might not have just given the recent track record. The first couple seasons of Game of Thrones, if I heard, are awesome and amazing and that's why i'm really excited to eventually get into the show because i hear it's a lot of really cool stuff it's just that like the payoff at the end is kind of like all right i guess that was the ending of the show (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know um with something like this um i i I understand where you're coming from with that but to me with i'm like i haven't watched a whole lot of game of thrones either Mm -hmm. i've seen a, a few episodes here and there but to me the quality of the show just in terms of the the pop culture significance that it's had and they've been they've been showrunners on Game of Thrones, I, I believe, I the whole the time. Beginning, yeah. So yeah. yeah, to to create a show of that scale and that magnitude, and that I think acclaimed. that critically yeah. acclaimed to me is an accomplishment. I don't care what you're basing it off of. So I, I would have had faith in them taking on a Star Wars project. Yeah, I, I believe that they would have been given because they had this was announced like a few years ago. So they've had time to you know draft what they want to do yep. and put mm-hmm. a story together. So I, I think whatever they would have released, whatever we would have gotten from them, would have been quality. And that it that's fair. It, it would have had it would have had time and energy put into it. I don't think it would have been rushed mm-hmm. like the last season of Game of Thrones was. From mm-hmm. from what you were saying, I, I think they had enough time to put you know their their heart and soul into this because they they from from their official statement they seem very passionate about it. Yeah. So I, from, I don't think they and I'm sure they were. It's I don't just think like they would have rushed something like given that. the from recent what I'm track record. Is like if like uh, if who was is it Lucasfilm is still doing Star Wars or is it yes well Lucasfilm under the Disney umbrella yeah Yeah. so if Disney still wants them to do a Star Wars trilogy or wants another Star Wars trilogy to happen and they were like super gung-ho about this I don't see why like I don't see the need to rush and do another trilogy when we're just ending Mm -hmm. you know this new one like let it 
sink in for a little bit. It was then, also like, when they come yeah. back, like when they have more time, let them come back and let them do more justice to it. And it was also around the same time as like when the Star Wars Mania was kind of happening, and they're like, "We're releasing a new movie every year," <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, and it was like crazy, like, "Oh my god, do we really need all of this Star Wars?" Yeah, which um, no, which was like, the, yeah, the short answer was no. I will say. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's trilogy, because I think, is this, were they going to work together on the same trilogy? No, or, I know Ryan, Ryan Johnson's Johnson trilogy and this were separate. Okay. Yeah. I want to say that I actually am interested in the Ryan Johnson trilogy, because while I didn't like The Last Jedi, I think that we can give him more credit than I, I would give him, given the fact that if he had a whole trilogy to work with, he could do some this cool stuff. Thing. He could do some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I think the issue a lot of people have with The Last Jedi was more of like storyline in terms of where mm -hmm. it took the story of Star Wars, not mm -hmm. necessarily like the quality of the film itself, at least mm -hmm. from what I've heard. Yeah. That was a lot of the, the criticisms I've there heard. There are some really cool things that Yeah, I think it just, Jedi. I think the issue with The Last Jedi is there are a lot of things set up in episode seven that a lot of fans were excited to see that The Last mm -hmm. Jedi just basically said, we're going to toss all that out the window and yeah, go yeah. a different direction. Which seemed like an interesting, like very odd decision at this time for them mm -hmm. to do. And I think we've talked about it before, but like the opening of the Last Jedi, where she's like, you know, handing in the life, throws it. I think, I think the issues worst with, yeah. payoff ever. I think a lot of the issues with the Last Jedi were more of a so Kathleen mad. Kennedy issue instead of yeah. a Ryan Johnson issue. I think it was the fact that there was a lack of an overarching storyline and where you want to take the story, and you just basically said, "All right, we're gonna go from this director to the next director." And we're not going to have a basically like a, a layout or a map of where you want to take the story. We're just going to say, here, here's what J.J. Abrams did with seven. Here's eight. Do your thing. And then when Ryan Johnson mm, yeah. took it a different direction, people weren't really feeling it. Yeah. And I think that's more of an indictment on the people in charge yeah. of running Star Wars than it is on Ryan Johnson himself. Yeah. Which is why I'm excited for this trilogy. Because I think if he has his own playground and sandbox to work in, I think he can create something amazing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that part I am looking forward to. I'm not super sad about this trilogy being, by the Game of Thrones runners, uh, mm -hmm. being canceled. It's, yeah. it could it's be fine. Worse. It could be worse. It, yeah. If it was like really far along and they were yeah. like, you know, but it sounds like it was still kind of just in development. Yeah, it was still stages. in production. Yeah. They've been trying to figure out what they want to do with the series like of Star Wars anyways, because like after episode nine, like yeah. they are going to go into new territory, like white, like it or not. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a reason this is called the Skywalker saga, you know, mm -hmm. so um, and it's like ending with this next episode. So my my thought is just bring back J.J. Abrams for all of it and then J.J. Abrams like make Star Trek 4 while you're at it man I mean like <laughs> I feel like at the end of the Star Wars saga like there's so much more like I feel like the Star Wars saga has kind of been confined to one part I feel like of like mm -hmm. the universe and galaxy it has been let the next saga if you're gonna do a new saga let it expand more like I know that galaxies are huge but the universe is even bigger. Mm -hmm. It's like pretty big. Like, yeah. It's like pretty big. Yeah. yeah. The universe is, is fairly large, it's like yes. Kind of yeah. large. It's yeah. like bigger than like bit. everything. Everything. Like but like it's cool, everything. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if they did like galaxy hopping in between the next Star Wars? I think that would be a cool concept. That would be. Can I've you do that though about... if Star Wars takes place in a galaxy from far, far away? In some galaxies. Pretty. <laughs> Star Wars no, the 2. Here's the thing though. <laughs> They Not episode two, just Star Wars, Wars two. They, they can incorporate <laughs> science too, because galaxies are always moving. Eventually, galaxies are going to run into each other. Let's just have it. Hey, this galaxy's close enough. We can go to it now. No, Nick, you're off your rocket right now. This week, they're going to scratch out the word geek and put nerd. Just <laughs> to you. Change the Nick, you're off your rocket. Geeks plus nerd. Nerd. 
Yeah, um, I actually like that idea of kind of exploring different parts of the universe, not just the galaxy. I'm telling you, galaxies come closer together. But hey, it's close enough. Let's go. I feel like that's something they stuff. can eventually reach to, but I think just within this galaxy, that the galaxy that Star Wars takes in, I feel like that hasn't been explored fully <laughs> in film. I just feel like... CJ's not okay. <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of areas crazy right the now. galaxy that have yet to be explored yet, so I think <laughs> that there are different areas they can go with that. Are you good? I just confine it to one galaxy, man. That's all I'm saying. I don't need multiple galaxy galaxies. They can just call it the Galaxy Hoppers saga. Come on, that'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't. You would change the title of Star Wars. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> Just... And then they could have a catastrophe. One planet collides to another. Oh no, everyone's. Do dying. you understand, like, how bro? You were sounding upset. like you're writing middle school fan fiction right now. Like middle school Star Wars fan fiction. Like, like Luke finds Earth, gives you a high five, and then teleports back to Tatooine. Like that is exactly what you he were doing to me right now. Force face me high five. <laughs> Middle school Star Wars fan fiction, bro. More than likely, yes. Yeah, like this is not gonna be actually. You are off your rocker right now, Nick. You need to calm it down. Like your your mentions are going to blow all the way up. Anyways, it's okay. Everything's fine. So I'm cool. So I'm cool with the Game of Thrones runners leaving. Like that's you know back you know. They'll never know. What noise did CJ just make? I have no idea. <laughs> Alright, anyways. But, but yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm a little... <laughs> this is actually a disaster. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to disagree a little bit. I, I'm a little upset that they're leaving. Just yeah, cause that's of, fair. Like, I feel like if you take something the quality of Game of Thrones and the amount of time and effort and energy they put into that, if they were able to put that into a Star Wars trilogy, I think... I'm Not that I'm saying it's going to be Game of Thrones, but I'm saying that I feel like the people and the minds behind a series of that magnitude could have definitely created something amazing in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, especially if they had the Jesus Christ. Especially <laughs> if it's going on the same time as like something like Ryan Johnson's trilogy, having two separate trilogies going on and being yeah. totally completely separate and getting different Star Wars stories. Yeah. I think that's a good way to take the franchise sort of this post-Skywalker saga where mm-hmm. we don't really know what we're going to get next. The the uh, The... Franchise is going to be in a little bit of a state of limbo after this, mm-hmm. where we don't really know what to expect next. So I think having all right, Ryan Johnson, you're working on this trilogy, uh, Game of Thrones showrunners, you guys are working on this, and we're just going to have two separate trilogies. One, one probably come out, and they're going to release one right after that. I think continue that whole Star Wars movie. Every yeah, year like I feel like no. I don't. Well, I don't know about every year. I think I mean, they have two I separate really. trilogies going on. They really could though. They the could. I, I feel like. I feel like they should space them out a little bit more than every year. Probably. I mean, unless unless what you have is just that phenomenal. Yeah. Where you can release it every year and people won't care. But I think one of the issues that this current iteration of Star Wars ran into is they were trying to release a film every yeah. year. And certain things just kind of got rushed to meet that deadline. Um, I think that they should take heed and not make that same mistake again this time around. And you know, it's just like- really interesting to me, too, that they did that. Because Solo actually didn't do that bad. Like, Box office wise, no. Critically, I it was like it was the lowest one, but even then, like everyone has a bad apple every now and then, you know. True, and I don't think Solo is a terrible film by any stretch no. of the imagination, but it definitely just felt very bland. And like, why did we need this? Mm-hmm. Like, no one really wanted a Han Solo film to begin with. That's true. So then, when it comes out and it's just okay, it's just like this didn't cool. really need it, to get made. Yeah. Like this exists, but it, it like what what did I need this for? Now, if they had made a movie about all the characters other than Han Solo and Chewbacca, I actually would have really enjoyed that because I like. Like those side characters a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a really interesting dynamic between all of them, and like the deceit between like Amelia Clark's character and like Woody Harrelson and uh, the 
whoever Paul Bettany plays, and <laughs> and then, like all of a sudden they, they like the one thing like the the, the Darth Maul shoehorn in at the end. It was kind of like all right, that was yeah, I was like that was like really. You took a guy that had no lines in the Phantom Menace, and then like came. He's back. referenced throughout the entire film. Yeah, even though they, they don't obviously don't call him Darth like, Maul. My boss, like, yeah, oh, my boss. Oh, the, the guy I worked for. Oh, you know what the writers gone. did? The writers did where like they're like, all right, who's the coolest guy we could just kind of throw in and be the boss? Like, and they well, threw Darth in Darth Maul. Was cool, and they did not give him justice. Ugh. that is true. He, he did not get Maul, enough screen like, time. Real talk, Darth Maul. Darth Maul should have beaten both of them. But but my thing with this is and okay. So if you're going to introduce him and shoot him in at the last minute of Solo, where do you like? Are they planning on continuing his story on in film after that, or is it just like, all right, here's what, here's what we got with solo, him? That should be a spin-off film they do as a Darth. But like, how did he get involved in the dark side of the Force? How did he come across Darth Sidious? Uh, that sorry, that would be really. Cool. I would definitely want to see that. I just back feel to like, my fan fiction. I feel like the shoehorn at the end there. of Solo was just Force, and it's like, well, I mean, are you guys yeah. going to go anywhere with that, yeah. or is it just you just put this in just to do? It, mm-hmm. Which is why I feel like it was done. I don't yeah. think that they're going anywhere with it. So I just feel like it was almost a waste of time. That's why I was like, if they had made a second solo movie, I would have gone and seen it. Like, I, I liked the first one enough that I would have watched a sequel to it. Yeah. Again, it's just like, if they had never started that process in the first place, like, if they had never made a solo movie in the first place, I would have been fine. Yeah, we would have been okay. In no way was I was like, man, I really need to watch Han Solo get into a bunch of shenanigans again. Like, you know. Especially like, Han Solo does. Especially yeah. when it's like events that we're already familiar with. So we know exactly mm-hmm. how it's going to play out already. Exactly. That's actually really true. So, like, when you take. When you take a story that we already know, events that we already know how they're going to play out, and then mm-hmm. add on top of that the fact the film is just okay. Uh, I, we really yeah. didn't need that. I, I feel like this whatever Star Wars does next after Episode Nine needs to be a lot more like t- a lot more time and effort needs to just be put mm-hmm. into. All right, we're going to make this film. We're going to focus on this. We're not going to worry about meeting this deadline of having. Yeah. A film this year, a film the next yeah. year, a film and brand new characters that. too. Yeah, I, I, and all brand new, new characters. characters. Well, no, no old characters anymore. No, no more. Yep, no more like incorporation of old characters. Unless it's maybe like a reference, or maybe like because mm-hmm. you gotta understand a lot of those characters are larger than life and well oh, around yeah, the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So they may be talked about, but oh yeah, but, but like, like these are very big. But we, yeah, we could definitely go without seeing a Luke or, or yeah. a Han Solo type of character, a character mm-hmm. that we're very familiar with. We can go the rest, of, whatever they do next. We can go that the, that entire trilogy and not see anybody, Ray, Finn, mm-hmm. any, like entirely yeah. new characters. I think that would be a mm-hmm. good idea yeah. and a good direction to take the Star Wars universe. Absolutely. No, I, I'm also backtracking on myself, and I'm thinking, oh, but if they did put Finn and Ray and like Poe in the movie, I'd be like, okay, that was cool. Like I was fine with that. But like even then, but I'm like I'm still dead set. Like yeah. I'm like back and forth. They got the angel and the devil. Like Going no no old characters. But like if it's like the new trilogy, like I'd be cool with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a hard debate with that because yeah. I, I actually am a very big fan of Ray and Finn and those other mm-hmm. new characters they've introduced. Yeah. But I think for the purposes of whatever they're going to do next, I think it will be best if they do their own separate story and keep it self-contained within that. And we not like not everything needs to reference a character or something we've seen yeah. before. Yeah. I think the Star Wars universe is way too expansive. And at that point, it just seems big. like it's a cheap shoehorn for or a cheap callback for old classic Star Wars. And then people are at the movies and they're like, "You gotta go see the movie." They mention Ray, and you're like, "Whoa! Yeah. Like, I gotta go see the and movie." They mention Ray. Mention of oh, there was this person who <laughs> there was a Jedi. <laughs> they, Her name was they, Ray. They found Luke Skywalker after he didn't want. Word on the street is is he he FaceTimes someone from Earth a high five. <laughs> Nick is poof. <laughs> it was the greatest moment of his life. 
<laughs> the greatest moment of his life. He ranted about it to his friends for like three years. So here, here, okay, so here, here's the question. So since we're not getting this new Game of Thrones trilogy anymore, I guess this will be sort of like our closing out statement. Since we're not getting, since we're not getting this, the, the Game of Thrones trilogy, basically, which is what I, the, the Game of Thrones showrunners are no longer doing this. What do you expect from Ryan Johnson as far as where do you think he'll take? Do you guys want to see him do something like a Knights of the Old Republic, or do you want to see him do something that takes place after Rise of Skywalker and is completely new and original? Or do you uh, like where where yeah, do you want to a see this uh, new Star Wars trilogy take place, mm -hmm. and what are some things that you want to see out of it? Yeah, the one thing I'd be super cool with staying from the Last Jedi moving forward is the fact that anyone can have the Force. Uh, because like he tried basically saying that like Ray was just a random person that had the force. Mm -hmm. I would love if it turns out there really was more to Ray's parents, and that's how Rise of Skywalker happens. Yeah. And then because of the kid <laughs> at the end of the Last Jedi that uses the force to grab the broom, right? If that kind of stuff started happening more, and all of a sudden like the, the force is really just like in everyone, and anyone can be like a Jedi, like it's that would be a lot. I would like to see that storyline because I didn't like that he took away Ray's like being the chosen one but i also liked the fact that anyone could be a jedi so like i would like to see more of that that side played out i don't want like a big bad imperial government and i don't want negotiations i want maybe something a little more small time mm -hmm. like maybe not something world ending until like the third film of the trilogy yeah, right something like, a lot more stuff can mm -hmm. you guys ever here's here's like a random thing so i do live streams right and we had our friend julia come on and she played Jack and Daxter. Mm -hmm. You guys ever played the Jack and Daxter series? The first one is like super low key. Like it's like, it's just like a coming of age for these characters and they kind of save the world. And then the second one apparently gets really ridiculous in terms of like saving the world and like universe ending scenarios and like time travel. Mm -hmm. If it was something like that where it starts off as like this coming of age film for like characters mm -hmm. and they kind of start to find their way and they're not like saving the world or saving the universe like but it slowly turns into that, that would be awesome. I would really like to see that. So that's my that's my pitch. I think something that would be cool is to see what different kinds of ways uh, he can figure, he can have characters figure out how to like abuse the force, both for good and evil. Cause like test the limits of what it Test the mm -hmm. limits of what they can mm -hmm. do. Because I, kind of going back to the last Jedi, when, you know, he, uh, when Kylo Ren kills Snoke, like, I almost find it very, a little hard to believe that he, they're, there has to be some type of force way that he's deceiving Snoke. Snoke, so that he doesn't know that he's to, turning it on yes. him. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, that would be cool. So seeing different ways that both the, you know, whoever the bad group is, see what kind of, like, malicious ways they can abuse the force, and then see how, you know, the good guys use some type of force. Let that, don't let them be confined in mm -hmm. their use of the force, mm -hmm. and let them kind of branch out too and see how they can, their use of the force clashes. Um, I'm excited to see because I, I think we're doing away with the traditional Sith Jedi, um, like the, yeah. the, the, the the traditional like good and evil battle that we see in Star Wars. I think we're moving into something a little different. Obviously, the Force and lightsabers and things of that nature will be still in play, but I don't sure. think we'll still see the Jedi or the Sith in the way that we traditionally know them. Yeah. I think they'll be something very different or something like just completely that we've not seen at all. So I'm excited to see whatever that is. I think that we'll get a little bit of a hint as to what that might be in Episode Nine because I think. By the end of that film, Ray will end as something not a Jedi. She'll mm -hmm. still be obviously be good at heart, but I yeah. think she'll end as something that's not a Jedi 
where she sort of like and has, so she won't be confined to the good, but yeah. she also won't want to be using her force. But she'll have access or, to both. Like she'll yeah. be more balanced, and I think that that will be sort of what we move on into with this next uh, iteration of Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's something I'm excited to see them explore a lot more mm-hmm. and see where they go with that and how they handle. So everyone's sort of balanced, and people just sort of just go through life, and you might end up on one side, might end right. up on the other. But it's yep. not like a hard and fast rule, like oh you're the Sith or oh mm-hmm. you're the Jedi. Yeah. Like it's more of like a personal choice with you, kind of where which side of the force you fall on. I think that'll be an interesting thing to explore mm-hmm. within these next few Star Wars films. Absolutely. Cool. So and uh, now a word from our sponsor. The winter doldrums are coming. It's time to hunker down with some tea and comics. And now, you can get a great deal on the comics. Come down to the Hall of Heroes and stuff a short box full of back issues of your own choice for only $69.99. Don't miss out. Alright, and now we're going to get into our recommendations. CJ, why don't you start us off? Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 just came out today. I'm going to pick it up eventually. I really want to play it. I love the first one. Still have to finish the second one. Everyone, Nick is a big liar. Uh, Anyway, no, I've heard the second one's really good too. Second one is Uh, awesome. First one's better though. First one's better. Play the first one Mm -hmm. if you haven't. You can get it on the 3DS. I would agree with that. The first one's better. Exactly. But I heard the third one is actually really good, and people are really, really enjoying it. Not to anyone's surprise, Nintendo makes really quality games, so play the third Luigi's Mansion like I'm going to eventually. Um, in the spirit of Halloween, my recommendation will be a horror film. Uh, I watched something on Netflix fairly recently. Well, I, I, I had seen it before, but I had forgotten that I had seen it. Like, I, it had been such a long time since I had seen it, and then I rewatched it recently. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, it's basically the, these two. It's the father and son. Um, they're doing an autopsy on this dead body that kind of comes out of nowhere. They don't know really where it came from or what happened to it. Um, as they start doing this autopsy, they find a lot of weird strange things strange things start happening like around their office some of the dead bodies they have in there start walking around yeah a lot a lot of weird stuff starts that happening really weird and you you start to sort of see you start to see that the body they brought in there's a lot more to it than they originally realized mm. um I, I thought it was very well done just the way they played with some of the dead bodies that were in there and they established them at the beginning of the film um i didn't expect a lot from it when i initially saw it like i looked mm-hmm. at the concept and said what is this mm-hmm. um but like upon actually getting into it and watching it it actually turned out to be pretty okay cool. i enjoyed it thoroughly so if that's if you're looking for horror films on halloween that's that's an option out there for you i definitely recommend checking it cool. out yeah um so i am recommending a couple things uh first i'm re-recommending avengers endgame because i've been re-watching it a little bit and it's so good it's still so good um i want to be scarlet witch i want her powers She's awesome. She had for some reason, I thought you were just talking about Black Widow and like how she sacrifices herself. And I was like, yep, Nick, why would you? Yep, <laughs> I want to be. Yep, no. I legit. Yeah. No, anyway. I want to be Scarlet Witch. She had Thanos beat. She won. She, she is the win. winner of the MCU. She did win. She's the best. Um, and then also, this uh, comes from our wonderful camera person, producer, Alana. Here she is. Hello. <laughs> she uh, oh, just saw careful. Bolt for the first time like last night ish. Sometime recently, just saw both. Sometime recently. Um, and it's good. I agree. It is a good film. Bolt. It's wonderful. It's good. It's a it's a it's nice, feel-good dog movie. Is that the one with the gerbil? A, no, yes, it does have yeah, a gerbil. Yes, rhino. Gerbil. The gerbil rhino. His is name he a is gerbil? Rhino. I don't think he's a gerbil, though. He's like a hamster. He's like a hamster. He's a hamster. My girlfriend, has, fat and my girlfriend he, has gerbils, and he does not look like rhino. He <laughs> goes around in his little hamster ball and almost sacrifices himself. That's right. And, oh, I got to um, rewatch this movie, too, actually. It's Bolt. <laughs> It's, and John Travolta is Bolt. Miley Cyrus back when, you know, she was kind of... Relevant. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with not crazy, but relevant is probably a better... Uh, not crazy. Uh, ...word to use. <laughs> um, yeah. Bolt, bolt is just Bolt. 
Kaboom. Bolt, scary movie. Endgame. Luigi's Mansion. Well, Bolt, Endgame. Luigi's Bolt, Mansion. Endgame. Luigi's Mansion. Scary movie. Scary movie. About, scary about, movie. Dead, about dead, dead bodies <laughs> walking around that maybe aren't dead. a lot dead. going on today. So, like, are they zombies or are they just... No, they're dead. Like they're yeah. Like these are dead bodies that like are that are not. They're just like animatronic, kind of like ooh. I mean, like have you watched like a possession movie where like dead people kind of like reveal themselves to living and kind of like you they're perceived to be walking around. You you know you don't watch a lot of possession films, do you? Talk. I don't don't watch watch a lot of like scary movies in the first place. Yeah, you're you're the the scary. You're the scary guy here. I I think I'm the only one. Theaters was like this for half of the. I read Slenderman. Yeah, I read. Do not do. Um, I read the plot synopsis to uh, Hereditary, and then I just didn't sleep for a week. Like, that movie I, messed I, me up. Yeah, I read it, and I was like, yeah, I'm never yeah. thinking about Her- Hereditary that again. Hereditary was a rough one to get Can't through. Can't say I've ever heard of it. And you don't want to hear about it. It's kind of yeah. disturbing. Hard pass on that one. It's, like, it's a hard one to get through. I'll tell you guys a little bit more about yeah. it after we get it's off It's like Satanism and but stuff. Thank <laughs> you guys for watching another episode of Raven Geeks. I've been your host, Ron Coleman. We are here at the Hall of Heroes in downtown Mount Pleasant. As always, please, please come check them out. And until next time, same geek time, same geek channel.